the college football experience week two FCS preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL kicks off tonight and this week. Get ready for the season with uh, 32 NFL team previews. Listen to them all from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 is up for grabbing our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord at sports gambling slash discord. That's sports gambling slash discord. Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby. Is Colby swinging database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> What? You thought I was in Vegas having some audio problems and you thought I wasn't going to give you the FCS preview? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. We have a loaded slate and it actually kicks off. Uh, look, I know everyone's getting excited to watch the NFL game, but don't sleep on the FCS because we got a ranked matchup, the only ranked matchup. Going on uh, at four o'clock today. It kicks uh, four o'clock on the west, seven o'clock on the east. So, what are you doing, bozos? Get in there, place your bets now because we get Bobby Petrino, aka Road Rash Face. He is hosting UT Martin and Jason Simpson at Plaster Field. Uh, look, Missouri State's number five in the FCS. They're one and zero. I locked them up with that thing cashed against Central Arkansas. Now they host number fourteen, uh, UT Martin, who's one and zero as well. And and uh, you know this is a rematch game. This is a a battle between uh, two teams that played for in the FCS playoffs. Uh, it was the same exact scenario. UT Martin at Missouri State, and uh, I believe UT Martin for six turnovers. Uh, Jason Shelley had a, a deflected pass in that game uh, as they were driving to perhaps grab the win. Ball got deflected or tipped at the line of scrimmage and picked off. So that will be very interesting to watch and see. Uh, you know who, who will get the best of uh, this game and uh, perhaps you know a lot of a uh, lot of preseason hype for both teams. Really, I mean Jason Shelley, the former Utah quarterback. Uh, and Utah State quarterback, he's he's played very well for Missouri State, and Bobby Petrino kind of kind of uh, born again uh, from his from his recruiting talents. Uh, he found a home that fit his uh, his needs. It really wasn't working out at the other two stops, and they have a very good wide receiver, Ty Scott, uh, who had eight catches for 160 yards. Um, that's going to be very interesting to watch. You know, Bobby Petrino. They don't draw North Dakota State this year in the Missouri Valley, so um, I think fans are optimistic that perhaps they could win the the, the Missouri Valley this year if, if perhaps South Dakota State could take down North Dakota State and maybe someone else pull an upset along the way. Um, but the Skyhawks of UT Martin, they're they are hey they are a good program. They've they've looked good over the past couple of years. Um, even during that COVID year, I felt like they were better than their record. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to address her win. And that, that's even more uh, impressing is Cornelius Brown had a, a decent year at Georgia state at quarterback two years ago. 
And we thought, okay, he's, he's the guy for Georgia state. Well, he, he, things didn't work out. He transferred out to UT Martin. He doesn't even start for them. I mean, yes, he got, he threw two passes uh, in a blowout win the other day, but dresser win the, the quarterback 22 of 37 in, in the first game for 317 yards, just about nine yards of completion, three touchdowns, one interception. They also have Zach Wallace. Who's a very talented running back. They got a nice little one, two punch between Zach Wallace and same Sam Franklin together. They went for uh, over 200 yards uh, in the season opener and then Colton Dowell. So this will be an interesting matchup. I think I, I was a bit surprised to see the line. I get it. I understand you've had all year to think about that loss in the FCS playoffs first round and what could have been in that, you know, what, what that season really could have become had you gotten past that or, or got a field goal there and won and advanced who knows, but I was a bit surprised because the line is at 13 and a half right now. Um, look that, that, that was a bit shocking. It was up to 14 yesterday. It's back down to 13 and a half. Missouri state's laying the points there. Uh, UT Martin plus 400 on the money line. If anyone wants to take that, the over under set at 57. And I know by the time you're probably listening to this, cause I'm recording this about an hour or so before the game, I guess two hours before the game, uh, you might not have heard this one. So, uh, but the game might've kicked, but I, I do lean UT Martin. I'm going to take the points. I think it's just too many points. Uh, so give me the Skyhawks. Let's go. Um, but there, that's the, the only FCS game. Uh, going on today on Thursday, um, Friday you got a Mary Mac game against a D two school. There's no line on that, but let's hop on over to Saturday's action because we have some great matchups. I'm excited to talk to you about uh, some of these matchups, um, and I got some great locks to give out that I feel pretty darn confident about. But let let's hop into it because Saturday morning. Um, well, the big game, well, I guess we have a lot of FBS matchups. I'll close the show with the FBS matchups. We saw the FCS though. Last week, South Dakota state was close to knocking off Iowa. Um, we did see Delaware, which I was on. I hope you lo- I locked up both those. Hope you cashed in uh, Delaware took care of business upset one outright in Annapolis against Navy. Um, and you saw William and Mary who I, I, I was shocked that how bad Charlotte is William and Mary, Mike London doing a great job there with the tribe going down the Charlotte, grabbing a, a double digit win. They didn't even sweat in that one uh, against the Charlotte 49ers. Um, so let's start here. Colgate fresh off of a tough loss. They had to go all the way cross country to take on Stanford, the Stanford Cardinals um, and Stan DeCosti, uh, you know, you go cross country. You played a pretty good team, a power five. Um, but Colgate quarterback, Michael uh, uh, Brescia was nine of 19 for 57 yards and a pick. That's not encouraging. Uh, I don't know how much to read into it because it's a power five cross country. I'm going to keep the slate clean with Colgate. Now the main black bears who were breaking in brand new coach, Jordan Stevens, I was a bit surprised with their outcome. Veteran quarterback and Joe Fat Joe Fagnano. He was just 12 of 27 for 96 yards and a pick. Now they were playing at New Mexico, so that is a far trip. However, Stanford is a lot better than New Mexico. Um, and that line was only 10. New Mexico goose egged them 42 nothing, I believe, if memory serves me correct. That was surprising. Uh, but Tavion Banks, the leading rusher for Maine, only 22 yards on the ground. I got concern uh, uh, about this Black Bear team. I, I get it; it's a far trip, but um, Colgate's catching nine and a half. They're also plus three ten on the money line. Give me the Raiders. Uh, I think the Raiders can cover that game. I get it; it's at Maine. I like the Black Bears program, but based on what I saw week one, I think we have to take Colgate and the points here. Uh, another one going on Saturday morning: Fordham taking on Monmouth. Monmouth uh, lost that CAA opener. Um, you know, they're jumping to the CAA this year, legendary coach, Kevin Callahan uh, with the Monmouth Hawks. He's been there since 1992, taking on Joe Conlon uh, and, and, and the Fordham Rams and Fordham's got this quarterback that I think is probably going to be in the NFL, Tim, Tim uh, Demorat. And uh, he, he's a beast. He's 18 of 25, 386 yards, five touchdowns and a pick uh, in their one outing so far this season, which, uh, you know, and he's, he lit it up last year too. I don't have a stats on hand, but, uh, that guy's a stud. 
running back Julius Lawfridge. He had a uh, 114 yards. Also Trey Snead got in the mix. It had 64. This. So the ground game was good for Fordham in their, in their lone outing uh, so far this season. Um, and Monmouth who I was kind of high on to be a sleeper in the, in the season, you know, I was a bit surprised that they, they lost the way they did um, in the opener in the CAA. So it will be interesting to see, but yeah, Fordham really took care of Wagner who plays at Rutgers this week. We'll touch base on that game later, but going back to, to last week's action, Demore was, was just a stud. Um, only one interception. And I, I do think that interception was in the end zone, but um, that game should be an interesting one. You look at, you look at Monmouth and they have a veteran quarterback in Tony Musket. It was 26 of 41 for 281 and a touchdown, but this is why they lost that game in the CAA. He had three picks. That's not going to cut it. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens in this game. Monmouth laying eight and a half. Fordham uh, plus two seventy five on the money line. The over under set at sixty five. This is all courtesy of good old Win Bet. Shout out to the Win for getting these FCS lines. I'm on. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay the points with Monmouth. I think they respond. They have the the coaching edge. They. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do to try to shut down Demorat at quarterback for for Fordham. But uh, give me Monmouth. I think they can uh, bounce back and uh, get it going. It's easy to see a tide turn. Villanova. Heads to Long Island and take on the Sharks. Long Island Sharks. Look, Long Island actually for the first half against Toledo, I was pretty impressed. I was pretty impressed with uh, Long Island staying in the mix there. I know it didn't work out for them. I know that they they still kind of got their ass whooped there. But Derek Green, the quarterback there, son of Trent Green, legendary uh, Washington Redskin and uh, Kansas City Chief, they ended up getting blank thirty-seven nothing. But I thought they played much better. Than I was expecting, um, they covered in that game. I know, I know, Derek Green only threw for 32 yards and a pick, but I think he'll have a better shot now. I mean, I don't know about now because Villanova is a powerhouse, but they'll have a better shot uh, moving forward once they get into league play. They're catching 28 and a half at home against Villanova, and I get a Villanova was impressive in the Lehigh game, but I did cover with Lehigh. I think that was plus 32. That hit that covered. I understand Nova and Lehigh is more of a rivalry game. Long Island um, can't really say the same for, but they're getting twenty-eight and a half. Give me the Sharks! Give me the Sharks! Let's go! Bucknell is taking on VMI. Man, VMI—they got worked by uh, by Wake Forest, but that was kind of expected as Wake won by thirty-four. I was on the right side of that. Hope you cashed in there. Uh, and Bucknell played. Uh, they actually played way better than I thought. Bucknell. I thought Towson brought in some nice transfers. I thought they were going to be a lot better. Towson still got the win against Bucknell, uh, fourteen thirteen in, in overtime in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So, uh, but I, I was, I'll be honest, I was kind of impressed with uh, the performance Bucknell put on there. Bucknell's catching twenty five now at VMI. I know VMI runs the air raid, um, and that's that's a bit concerning. Uh, knowing that Bucknell is not known for their, for their offense, so to speak. So I, I still think, give me, give me Bucknell on the points after a nice outing like that. They got, they were able to establish the run had about 155 yards on the ground uh, led by Rashad Baker at the running back spot. And uh, if they can get a little more consistency out of Ethan Grady, the, the bison quarterback, I think they might be able to cover that thing. Uh, obviously, the kicking game key. They 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 definitely botched some uh, some field goals there, and an extra point in overtime. So, but give me the twenty five. I hope I don't. I know the SoCon is pretty darn good with VMI, but I don't know. We'll see. Southern. I uh, know that's a FBS game. I'll get to that at the end. Dayton, the Flyers, fly on, heading to take uh, heading to Youngstown, Ohio, to take on Youngstown State. Um, this is this is an interesting one because uh the Dayton game last Saturday, which we had on uh at, at God's eye there, they, they barely got by uh Robert Morris one by two. Um and now they take on the Penguins. It's gonna be interesting to watch this one. Uh, obviously Youngstown State with a with a strong performance against Duquesne, one by seventeen against Duquesne and Duquesne. Remember Duquesne had that week zero game 
against the likes of Florida State down there in Tallahassee. So I kind of thought there was a an edge to uh, Duquesne. Duquesne still covered for us, but uh, but that was an interesting one there. Um, and I'm excited. I think Youngstown could be better in the Missouri Valley than what people are thinking that perhaps this year they got uh, Jaleel McLaughlin who rushed for over 200 yards last week. If they can get some, some quarterback play, uh, Dimitri Crenshaw, their quarterback, if he can be a little more consistent, I think they might be pretty damn good. They're laying 27 and a half. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the 27 and a half Youngstown wins by 28 or more. Let's go. Um, Lafayette temple. We'll get to Moorhead state, Montana, Moorhead state heading up to Bozeman to take on Montana state. Uh, I caught that McNeese Montana state game. That was fantastic. And uh, Montana state looks to be primed for another, another great season in the big sky. Moorhead state. I caught the game week zero. Uh, what was it? They were playing. Um, what was it? Mercer, I believe. And yeah, it looks like a reloading year for them as they gave up uh what was it? 63 to Mercer. Now Mercer, I think is going to be good. I, they might be in the FCS playoffs at the end of the year. Still the spread is at 44 against Montana state who was the runner up in the national championship a season ago, 44 points. I still just, I can't take it. That's too far of a trip. I don't like this game, but I'm going to lay the 44 with the Bobcats uh, moving down the ranks here. Next up we have uh well, we got a couple games that I, I, I mean, North Carolina A and T against North Dakota State, folks. I don't know if uh, any folks caught the classic between Central and uh, A and T in Charlotte uh, this past what was it Saturday, um, where A and T as an eleven point favorite got upset by their rivals, North Carolina Central, twenty eight thirteen. They lost that game. They got some issues. They really have some issues. Uh, the Aggies do. They've been a good program over the years, but. And now they got to head to to Fargo to take on North Dakota State. This is just not going to end well. Um, I'm going to lock up. I'm going to take it to the land down under. I'm going to lay the 34 in the Bison. Me and Terrell Furman Jr. were talking about this one. I think this is going to be something like 54 to seven, 54 to six, something like that. Let lay the points. I know that's a big number. Do not get scared away by the Bison, uh, as that that looks like to be a royal ass whooping going on there. Uh, so shop to your drop people. Let's get in. All right. I got some more games I want to talk about, but before I do that, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience FCS week two preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes. College football contest. $1,500 is up for grabs. Also the NFL contest, five grand and a two night stay at the win Las Vegas, where I'm currently recording from uh, sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord that sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. We're also brought to you by Elias sports bureau. Yes. Football fans. The NFL regular season is here and week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or, you know, perhaps lock in your fantasy team. And you're going to need to check out the Elias game plan app because it is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB. And it has everything you need. I mean, a complete competitive advantage for you. Uh, Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports. Yes. The Elias sports bureau official statisticians of us pro sports leagues, including the national football league. Uh, and their app gives you everything. I mean, it'll get, it'll you'll get uh, expert game analysis for betting fantasy lineup, help uh, team records, league validated player stats, player news. It's absolutely fantastic. NFL seasons here. So do not wait. People download the Elias game plan app today. And right now there's a special offer. When you subscribe, get a 14 day free trial off a monthly subscription plan but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Yes. Find the Elias game, uh, game plan, sports betting app in the app store or Google play store and use my promo code S G P N. All right. We are back. Feel free to hop in the chat folks. And yes, next week we'll be back in the studio doing it, but we're here 
talking college football, talking NFL, FBS college football, FCS college football. So we've been at the win all week. Shout out to the win, not only for these great FCS lines, but for the hospitality. Um, this schedule, look, it's not a, a great week for the FCS. I will say amongst themselves, there are some great opportunities for some wins against the, the FBS, which we'll get to, but there are some good matchups. I think this is one of the, the better matchups. Obviously we have the ranked matchup tonight, but I think uh, the big one Saturday is in Missoula, which is a great stadium. I've been to the stadium. I, I highly recommend, uh, and this will be on ESPN plus, but yes, Was- uh, Washington Grizzly stadium in Missoula, uh, South Dakota, the coyotes come into uh, come into Missoula to take on Montana. So Bob Nielsen, who just, they got shut out against Kansas state, but I was impressed with South Dakota's defense in that game. Limited, limited uh, Adrian Martinez. I even think they did a, a good job against Deuce Vaughn um, against the Montana Grizzlies and Bobby Hawk, uh, who, you know, he's had great success in Missoula in the first stint and, and really turned things around in the second stint as well. Carson camp, the quarterback for the Montana, Montana coyotes uh, last week, he was just 18 of 34 for 139 and a pick, but that was in the little apple at Kansas state. A little different, a little different than what Montana was going up against taking on uh, Northwestern state. Um, but Montana has uh, a great showcasing for uh, first, first game for uh San Diego state transfer, Lucas Johnson, who was 15 of 24 for 208 yards and four touchdowns. He also had 76 yards rushing on the ground on seven carries. It's a great first game to get things started. I'm very intrigued by this matchup. Carson camp. I loved what I saw out of the uh, South Dakota defense. I think they might be able to, to, to give Lucas Johnson, uh, you know, some, some, some problems. Uh, I will say Montana did have what Mitch Roberts had a big game at the wide receiver spot, six for one Oh three and two touchdowns. That's going to be concerning, uh, you know, but I still think it's different going up against Northwestern state and going up against South Dakota, a little bit of a different animal here. I kind of like the South Dakota team in the Missouri Valley. I know the Missouri Valley is deep, so it's tough. You, you, you know, it's going to be the Dakotas. You got Missouri state, you got to, you know, Southern Illinois, but they didn't look great last Saturday, but I, I actually, I was impressed more so with them than I was with Kansas state, even though Kansas state clearly the better team. Uh, a bit, a bit surprised, um, at, at the line here a little bit. Cause South Dakota is getting 10. I thought it might be more like seven. I'm going to ride the coyotes. I understand it's a tough place to go into and win, but why not give me the South Dakota plus 10 at three twenty five on the money line. Look, I don't think they're going to win. If it was in South Dakota, I would, I might have the balls to pull that off, but why not sprinkle a little bit that over under sitting at 44 and a half, by the way. And I actually, I think I'd play the over on that one too. I think they'll have some opportunity to get some points. All right. Moving down the line on a beautiful FCS Saturday, we got East Tennessee state taking on the Citadel. Do we got a SOCON matchup? That is fantastic right there. Um, and East Tennessee state coming off of an, an ass whooping. They, they whooped up uh, or they kicked the ass of a D two school Mars Hill 44, seven. So this will be the real test for them. Um, then you have the Citadel. What's happening with the Citadel? They 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 had some opportunities. They ended up losing to Campbell and Mike Minter, twenty nine to ten on the opening Thursday of Week One. Ah, this one, um, the Lions currently what East Tennessee State minus sixteen. The last time they played East Tennessee State won forty eight to twenty one uh, on October 9th last season. This should be an interesting battle. I don't know why that I just I just want to to take the Citadel here. I, they're a triple option team. They burn the clock. I think they're going to lose this game, but 16 it's at the Citadel. Give me, give me the Citadel plus 16. Let's go. Come on. Give us a game. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just need to see more out of the Citadel, but I still think plus 16. Give me that plus 600 on the money line, by, by the way, over under set at 54. I would lean I would actually lean under considering the Citadel bleeds the hell out of the clock. Um, after that, we got Mississippi Valley state taking on Austin P interesting matchup there. Uh, Austin P uh, you know, they they were really impressive in that opener against uh, against Western Kentucky. 
meanwhile, Mississippi Valley State, Jerry Rice's alma mater, they uh they they fought well with Tarleton. Tarleton's got a little, uh, t- I think, a, a more talented team than some people think. They they lost to Tarleton at Tarleton, twenty nine thirteen. This line though at thirty and a half. I mean, I get it. Austin P responded with a sixty three nothing ass whooping on Presbyterian, and I'll be honest, I think that's enough to sell me on laying the thirty and a half. I think Mississippi Valley State's better than Presbyterian, but uh I'm laying the 30 and a half. By the way, that over unders at 51. I would tend to lean. I would tend to lean over in that one. Um, next up, and but like I said, I know that we're going out of order uh f- from a certain point of view because the FBS versus FCS matchups I will address at the end. Um, but we have South Carolina State taking on Bethune Cookman. Now, South Carolina State, fresh off of a nice ass whooping at the moon bounce down there in South Florida or in Orlando, Florida. Um, and this this is one where Bethune Cookman says, Hey, we were down there in Florida getting our ass whooped too, because because Miami won 70 to 13 in Mario Cristobal's debut in Miami gardens. And this is one where I'm a bit surprised at the line, South Carolina States laying three Miak versus the swag here. I think South Carolina state can win this game. I was impressed with them uh, last season. I know the, the season opener is tough. I am going to lay the three and I'm going to lock up South Carolina state. Let's go lay the three. I know it's on the road, but come on, you got this. Last time they played South Carolina state won by seven on October 2nd, but I, I like them to get it done. I think they're the better team. Let's go. Um, Lehigh is taking on Georgetown. My Hoyas, my Hoyas who uh, I, I picked against and they won in week one. Uh, I was thrilled to see that, but uh, also Lehigh actually, I was actually, I know they got their ass whooped by Villanova, but I, I actually was somewhat impressed by uh by Lehigh's offense at times. Georgetown though got the got the win against Maris, whooped their ass uh, 43 to 12. Can the Hoyas do it at Cooper Field in Washington DC? Last time they met, Le- Lehigh won by 14. But Georgetown a home dog getting one and a half. It's a brand new season, folks. Give me my Hoyas in an upset. I don't have a great feeling about this though, I'll be honest. Lehigh showed me some things that made me think they could definitely win this game. So I would this is the game I would not bet. This is this is heart involved here. Um, the over under set at forty two and a half, and I would actually probably lean under in that game if I had to. Um, San Diego taking on Cal Poly. I was actually uh, I was surprised. Cal Poly played pretty damn good at at Fresno. Much more competitive than I thought. That was uh, you know shows some signs of life with that program. It's John Madden's alma mater. People, come on! But this is at uh, Alex Spano Stadium down there. Um, San Diego, the tor the, the Torero is coming off a 58 to nothing win against Laverne up there. D two school up there in, uh, by LA. Uh, this line is uh Cal poly minus eight and a half. I get it. Cal poly was impressive and Cal poly won what last season, September 4th, 28, 17. Give me San Diego to hang around this thing. Give me San Diego plus eight and a half. Still not one of my favorite plays, but let's go. Um, I'm actually very intrigued with this game. So St. Francis PA lost in overtime to Akron that we almost had another FCS win there folks. Uh, they caught the, they were uh, for a second with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I thought they were going to beat Akron. Akron Got it done. Joe Moorhead credit to him, but uh, now uh, St. Francis travels down to take on the Richmond spiders. Now, if you caught that Virginia Richmond game, the spiders were a little bit better than I thought from an offensive standpoint, defense still, I mean, obviously taking on Brennan Armstrong is not an easy task, especially when you lose your top defensive player to wake forest in the transfer portal. But I'm intrigued by this game. I'm intrigued by this matchup. Reese Yadinsky, the quarterback of Richmond, I thought, uh, I thought played pretty, pretty well. And uh, you know, now you got St. Francis who I thought they played really well too. I was impressed with their quarterback play. Their, their quarterback has legs. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the, the quarterback's name right now, but he was running all over the field. I feel like uh, for this team, was it, uh, I believe it was Cole Doyle. 
um, that was that was getting in there and getting some some runs uh, for St. Francis. You know what though? I was so so impressed with St. Francis. I want to take the sixteen, and uh, I think this will be a game. I think Richmond will probably win the game, but give me St. Francis in the points. Also plus six hundred on the money line. Hey, if they play that good, I think that could be a game. But give me the points. Uh, over unders at forty and a half. Give me the over on the uh, on on that game. I feel pretty good about the over. Next up, we got. Oh, this one's awesome. This is one of the games of the day. If I had to highlight the best games of the day, I would have to mention this one. Campbell, Mike Minter. What did he just land? A top sixty recruiting class or top seventy recruiting class in the nation. That includes the FBS people. Campbell is taking on Mike London and William and Mary who, wow. What an impressive performance on the road at Charlotte beat an FBS. Mike London doing a great job. He did this before at Richmond. Um, the over unders at 49 Campbell is getting 13 points. I am sorry folks, but William and Mary just had their super bowl moment. Now Campbell uh, with Mike Minter with Haj Malik Williams getting 13 on the road. I get it going to Williamsburg. Okay. I'm sure the fans will shell out some, but 13 points. Give me the Campbell's all day. I plus 400 on the money line, sprinkle a little bit of that on the money line. The over unders at 49. I would also lean over in this game. That's a great game. I can't wait to watch that game. Um, then you have Delaware state and Delaware. We got a rivalry folks. I'm very excited to watch this one um, as these teams have, uh, you know, they've been playing for a while. So Delaware state and Delaware, this line is at 33 and a half blue hens coming off the FBS win against Navy. Nolan Henderson coming back for his, uh, his, you know, super senior season. I thought that was, he was in the portal for a little bit. So it was concerning. I think if you were a blue hen fan, but how about a, what a start to Ryan Cardi's coaching career with the blue hens an FBS win. Uh, Meanwhile, Rod Milstead five and six a year ago at Delaware state. Um, that, that was, I thought his teams were pretty competitive and, and they, they looked all right. They beat uh, granted. They were D two Lincoln, Lincoln PA 34, nothing got to be able to throw the ball. And I think that could be the storyline in that game is if Jared Lewis, who was just six of 11 for a uh, 106 yards and a score going to need to, uh, to take some more shots down the field. Cause Delaware's defense is really good. That's why the line is like that. And that is why also, ah, you know what? It's a rivalry game. Give me the points. I'll take the 33 and a half and Delaware state. Elon is taking on Wofford. Little little great matchup here as anyone catch that Elon Vanderbilt game. Um, Elon was down at the one yard line, almost made that thing a, uh, a game as far as an onside kick. So both these teams uh, out to a loss, Elon in the CAA Wofford in the SOCON Wofford got their ass whooped by Chattanooga 31, nothing in the season opener a uh, bit concerned about Wofford. It seemed like they're heading in the wrong direction. Elon, uh, you know, laying seven and a half here, even on the road at Wofford, you look at, at uh, what Elon has Matthew McKay, obviously Montana state fans will know that name. He's the guy that kind of quit on the team. It seemed like, but he had a great game against Vanderbilt 19 of 32 for three 32 and two touchdowns. Remember McKay was an NC state kid too. He was at NC state. Uh, meanwhile, Walford, Jimmy Weirich, he was 14 of 21, 133 yards and a pick. I think that's the concern. I am. I'm going to lay the points with Elon and I am actually going to do this as well, folks. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, Walford. Um, yes, because I am going to lock up Elon minus seven and a half against Wofford shop to you drop customers. Dundee specials are happening. All right. We got more games on the slate, but before that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in, in 4k at no extra charge uh, over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. What are you doing folks? Get in uh, watch. You can watch on all your devices. You can never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show because it's got included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. 
And right now you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo TV dot com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us for all you sports bettors out there. I want to tell you the best way, the best new way to increase your bankroll is promoguide.us. Yeah, promoguide.us. You can uh, get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk free sports bets, insane odd boost, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business or in the business, uh, plus a ton of free picks as well. Promoguide.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I mean, I know I do. Uh, it is a game changing product. Like unlike anything else in the industry. And this is the great. They have this brand new over under game and I played it all last weekend. So you pick two or more players based on their stat projection. You project whether they're going to go over or under uh, and, and, and you can go, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. So People, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Get in. Uh, so right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's promo code SGP sleeper.com slash SGP. All right. We are back talking FBS act or FCS action. Hop in the chat. Tell me what games you're excited to see. Um, I can tell you that like right now, the games that I've, I've gone through and covered I'm really excited for that Campbell game. I am. I'm, I'm super excited for the Campbell uh, William and Mary game. Same with the South Dakota, Montana game. Those two really catching my eye. Obviously I want to see the Hoyas, uh, but also how about Fordham and Monmouth? I mean, I think Monmouth can still be a player, even though they lost the CAA opener should be interesting there. Um, but let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little more action here. We got, uh, I think, one of the better games of the day going on here. You got to remember, we have the Big Sky Missouri Valley Challenge, two of the best conferences in, in, in FCS college football. Northern Iowa is taking on North Dakota. Now, Northern Iowa, I was a bit surprised they got their ass whooped that bad by Air Force. Um, and meanwhile, North Dakota, I thought, played a little bit up. Uh, against the likes of Nebraska. So this game is going to be interesting. Um, I'm concerned about the offense of Northern Iowa. The defense normally is always sound, but when I I look at the, the offense, I'm a bit concerned, Um, but I will say this with the O'Day considering you lost by 31, you threw for 286, two touchdowns and an interception against a very good air force defense. Um, maybe, maybe uh, they found their guy. So, but now they're going on the road to take on the fighting Hawks. I can tell you this. I I've been impressed ever since I watched this kid, I think in the spring season, uh, Tommy Schuster's a damn good quarterback. And I know that they're they're like Northern. I was probably catching him at a decent spot, but I don't know. There's that record about teams coming off of uh, coming off of playing triple option teams which I know it as an FBS record, but I do believe in it. So uh, that that's going to be an interesting game going on in uh, on ESPN plus. So uh, Hey, in North Dakota, this is an awesome game Two Missouri Valley schools going at it. Did I say big, big sky, Missouri Valley challenge. Um, I always forget North Dakota came over from the big sky to the Missouri Valley a couple years ago. I don't know. Anyway, um, that game should be fantastic. I am trying to get a line on that as we speak because I'm not seeing it right now, but either way, that is a great game. Oh no, I got it right now. North Dakota minus two at home. I'm going to take the minus two, but I think this game is a game. I do not like this play. I think either team could win this game. The over under is set at 40. I think I lean over. I think I lean over here. Um, it seems like I'm doing a lot of overs, but I think that's the play. Um, next up we have, uh, what did I say there? Let's go to the likes of where are we at here? Rhode Island Bryant. This game is awesome. This is a, this is a fun game. Bryant got robbed. Absolutely terrible targeting call on the, on the safety for Bryant on a critical fourth down for Florida international that extended the game. Yeah, it was a great football play by the defensive back. Absolute 
absolutely heartbreaking. If you're a Bryant fan, they're about to get their what their first FBS win. And uh, then, you know, that prolongs the drive for FIU. They score, they go for two, they get the win. It was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. If you're a Bryant football fan, that was not the, uh, I feel like you would have rather lost like 45, nothing in my opinion. Like I, I think I would rather lose 45, nothing, but anyway, Bryant, uh, then they play two quarterbacks, Gage Maloney and uh, Ekos. Both those guys played well, played very well. Two touchdowns in the air, zero interceptions. I kind of like this Bryant football team guys in the big South. Uh, maybe I'd like to see them establish the run a little bit more, but Anthony Frederick also did a great job in the, uh, in the, the him and Jalen Powell at the wide receiver spots were fantastic against FIU. The only problem here is that Rhode Island is is better than FIU if I had to if I had to 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 to, to guess. Kasim Hill, I remember him at Maryland. He is a good quarterback for Rhode Island. As we saw, Rhode Island they put it on Stony Brook, thirty-five to fourteen. Jalen Smith had eighty-one yards rushing as well. Uh, this game is awesome. However, the line is sitting there. Uh, wait, where where am I at here? Um, pulling up the line. I am having a hard time identifying where the line is anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, this game, this game should be fantastic. I actually think Rhode Island can be an FCS playoff team this year. I really believe that. And Bryant, I didn't really forecast Bryant being this good. I know they had a winning record a season ago, but what an impressive performance down there against FIU. I know it was McIntyre's first game. So Rhode Island's laying eight and a half. The over unders at 52 and a half. I think we go. I think we take the points now. Gosh, cause Stony Brook was decent too. Um, give me the points at home. Fuck it. Let's go. Even though I think the CAA is a, I think Rhode Island would probably beat FIU by 10 points. Now. Okay. Let's go Rhode Island. I'm switching. I'm switching all around. All right. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. It is a great thing to have. All right, next up, we got Sacred Heart. That <laughs> Sacred Heart, um, folks. Sacred Heart uh, Lafayette last week, hilarious game. Um, Sacred Heart lost six to nothing to Lafayette, the Leopards. Yet they severely outgained the Leopards. Um, remember Sacred Heart, the Pioneers. They were in the FCS playoffs. They're taking on Central Connecticut State, who was actually a little chippy with uh, UConn. I I, hit, I covered on that game. That was one of my locks. UConn minus, I think it was seventeen or eighteen. Um, that hit for me, but I had to earn that thing. Um, now the spread, Sacred Heart minus six and a half. Can they limit the turnovers? I'm going to take him. I think central Connecticut state. That was a, an in-house in. I'm going to take sacred heart minus a six and a half on the road uh, at, at the blue devils of central Connecticut state. But this game should be interesting, but I say lay the six and a half with sacred heart. They get back on track next up. Let's keep going down the line folks. Um, well, we got, yeah, those are FBS matchups Chattanooga at Eastern Illinois. Now Eastern Illinois impressed me a little bit there. Chattanooga was super impressive. Like I said, shutting out Wofford Chattanooga, the mocks laying 17 at Eastern Illinois. I'm going to take the 17 Eastern Illinois was, the, it was impressive enough that I think they can stay in this game. I get it. They kind of battled from behind, but 34, 27, the Northern Illinois, the Mac, the reigning Mac champs. I get it in how, you know, probably a lot of players knew each other. You play up for that, but still 17 to 17. Give me Eastern Illinois plus 17 at home. Grambling taking on Northwestern state. Now Northwestern state got their ass beat by Montana. Grambling got their ass beat by Arkansas state. They welcome in the Hugh Jackson era with a 55 point loss. <sighs> still with that said, Grambling's getting eight. I did like what they did in the portal in the off season. So I'm going to take the eight points in Grambling. I do not have a great feeling about that one. Stay away. Memphis, Tennessee, the Liberty bowl, get your freedom fries. All right. Um, Jackson state Deion Sanders. Whoo. How great did they look in week one? And I hope you, you, you listen to your boy Dundee because I locked up Jackson state. 
Jackson State minus nine and a half against Tennessee State. Eddie George, they actually looked better than I thought they would traveling all all cross country to go to that red turf uh, to take on Eastern Washington. Jackson State lay a nine and a half. I uh, I still think they're just they haven't adjusted yet. Shador Sanders look like the real deal. I'm laying the nine and a half with Jackson State as Dion continues to roll. Lock it up, people. Get that bet in while you can. Uh, I also we got what Jacksonville State against Murray State, the Racers. I know Murray State coming off of that game in Lubbock, they got just completely beat down by uh, Texas Tech. Jacksonville State, meanwhile, uh, eighteen point win against Davidson. Jacksonville State's laying nine and a half on the road against Murray State in Kentucky. Um, nine and a half, though. I'm still taking Jacksonville State. Let's go. Let's go. Lock it up. Let's go. Let's go. I'm hitting you with locks right now. They're coming in a flurry. Come to the land down under, people. Rich Rodriguez, he's got this program rolling right now. Um, what else do we got? Let's move down. That's a, these are good games. Lindenwood, new to the FBS, taking on Houston Baptist. Houston Baptist, two years ago, three years ago. Okay, they had Bailey Zappi, they had Zach Kitley. They were firing the ball all over the field last year. They were winless, but Houston Baptist went on the road, took care of Ed McCaffrey in Northern Colorado. Now they come back home to host Lindenwood. Houston Baptist, a seven point favorite. Give me Houston Baptist. I'm going to lay the seven. Let's go. Uh, Morgan state has taken on Towson. This game, Morgan state just got their ass whooped by Georgia Southern Towson survived. I was a bit surprised that Towson was that flat. Towson's laying 24. I, th- I just think Morgan state's really bad. I'm going to lay the 24 with the Towson tigers. Um, they have what Tyrone pick Rome at quarterback, the former Maryland kid. And they got the, the UAB transfer. Uh, so they got some, they got some players at Towson. I feel like they're going to get it together at some point. New Hampshire is taking on Albany. I like when New Hampshire's good, you know, they've been like a blue blood and they kind of, I, I don't know. They, they, they went down a little bit over the past decade or so, but what a great opening win, 10 point win against Monmouth CAA opener. And now you're going to take on the, uh, the great Danes of the CAA. So getting your, your first two opponents, Albany just played all the way in Waco, Texas. It got destroyed by Baylor in, in, in a regional battle. Catch the sarcasm. Um, now you have this matchup and this, this is an interesting matchup because it's hard to get a gauge from what Albany is. Albany's at home though. What they lost under Cuffler to, uh, to Akron, um, New Hampshire looked apart to me in, in, in the one performance. Um, I was impressed with, with their team. Uh, what Max Brosmer looked good at quarterback for them. Um, and then the, how about the running back Kyle Lepkowski? That guy's great. Uh, I'm laying the points. Give me New Hampshire minus three and a half on the road at Albany taking on the great Danes. Northern Arizona is catching 15 and a half against Sam Houston state. I was impressed with Sam Houston state before that lightning delay. I was not impressed with Northern Arizona against Arizona state. I actually lost my bet on that one. I'm taking Sam Houston state minus the 15 and a half Jordan Yates. will get it done. Let's go. Southeast Missouri state's on the road. Take it on the Salukis of Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois is laying 18. Uh, Southern Illinois got absolutely sh- both these teams got their ass whooped, but at least Southeast Missouri State was Iowa State. Southern Illinois, <sighs> incarnate word, put it on them. Um, I, I think Salukis bounce back. I'm laying the 18. Uh, it's almost lockworthy, almost, but I'm not going to. Um, uh, you got te- Texas A and M Commerce against Tennessee Tech. Commerce is laying two and a half. Tennessee Tech uh, with, with Jeremiah Oatesville, the former uh, Austin P quarterback. Uh, they got their ass whooped by Kansas. I lean Commerce. I'm laying the two and a half. Awesome game here. UC Davis, South Dakota State. One of the best games of the weekend. Um, in in the Big Sky Missouri Valley, uh, you know, uh, showdown or their where they go where they play each other. Um, Dan Hawkins, I thought was ahead of schedule against Cal. If you watch that game, it was closer than probably the score indicated and South Dakota state. Obviously they are very, very good. Uh, this is, this is back home, uh, at the, at the, what is it? Uh, Dykel stadium. So, uh, 
I do think South Dakota state's got to find a way to get back on track. I know it's a big number and I know UC Davis is, is a good team. I'm going to lay the 18 and a half with South Dakota state. We were, st- oh, no, that's a FBS game. Let me get to that at the end. Um, that where I'm close to the end though. I can tell you that Valpo taking on Illinois state, Illinois state. They were a little uh, more feisty than I thought too. taking on Wisconsin. Valpo is getting 34 and a half. And I think I'm going to lay the 34 and a half and take Illinois state. Um, then we have what Prairie view Bubba McDowell, shout out to Bubba McDowell getting his first, his first win. I got a chance to talk to, to coach McDowell this past summer. Um, and they did it. They, they did it on the ground. <laughs> pull up. Let's pull up the stats uh, for, for what they did. Um, because I do think they might need to pass the ball here, taking on Abilene Christian because uh, I think Abilene Christian will have more offense. Um, so yeah. So look, look at the stat line for, for Bob McDowell. Trazon Connolly had 121 yards rushing. Jaden Stewart at 120 yards rushing and two, t- two TDs. So your quarterback was your leading rusher by a yard. Also Ahmad Antoine had 86 yards rushing in the score. I mean, that's over 300 yards rushing right there. Um, now Conley was just two of six passing for 25 yards. And that's what you circle. Yes. You, you beat Texas Southern's ass. They, their run defense couldn't do anything, but and Abilene Christian, I saw them take care of Lamar and Blaine Morgan. What? 28, 14 as uh, Maverick McIver, the former Texas tech quarterback was 22 of 28 for two fifty eight and two scores. Also the wide receiver, Ken, uh, Kendall Catalone seven, four, one nineteen in a score. Um, I think as much as uh, co- I'm rooting for coach McDowell here, um, I think we just have to have to play this one smart. I'm laying the 11 and a half with Abilene Christian. I think they're going to have to make Perry if you throw the ball and we haven't seen that yet. So um, that is our lineup of FCS on FCS games. Now let's get to the FBS action. Uh, see what teams maybe can not pull off the upset here. Uh, like we saw last week, what twice. So, but before we do that, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by run your pool. Yeah. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game. You can think of under the sun, pickup survivor, fantasy pools, all that good stuff. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool uh, for our official SGP and NFL Survivor contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is the place to compare odds from all the major sports books. And this is what's great you can compare the different sign up codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get yourself the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury, injury reports, projected game day, weather, all that good stuff. So uh, check it out. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by sling. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right. Let's have some fun here because we got some big lines. We got some some short lines. We're good. We, how about these matchups? We got how many different games am I seeing here? I think we have 32 matchups, 32 FCS teams taking on FBS teams. I'll start with the worst ones. All right. Uh, in no particular order though, ones that are going up against the power five schools. Um, Southern is taking on LSU. Brian Kelly going to need a big performance here. And that's why I believe last I saw on this number, I should pull this up. Um, yeah, this is at 47 and a half. I'm actually going to lay the 47 and a half. Cause I think Brian Kelly needs style points. As much as I like Southern, I like you know the coaching hire they did, but forty-seven and a half. I'm sorry, well, I'm laying it. I'm laying it. Let's go. Um, then we have what Idaho State, San Diego State. That's an interesting one here. 
San Diego State lost in the snapper season opener uh, to Arizona. They can bounce back. They're they're laying thirty seven. But here's the thing: San Diego State plays a style of ball that just doesn't let you get up by that much. I know Idaho State was terrible. I know UNLV marked them, but I'm going to take the thirty seven. Give me San Diego State forty two to seven final. Get that cover by the Bengals. Uh, Idaho is taking on Indiana. How impressive. I was really impressed. I don't know if you folks got a chance to watch the Idaho Washington state game, but I was really impressed for uh, the, with the first, the first game for, uh, for the Vandals. Um, I I think they might have something going there. I really think they might have something going um, despite a seven point loss in Pullman right up the road. Uh, I, I think, I don't know. I just was impressed. Giovanni McCoy, what? 21 of 32 to 12. If he can limit the interceptions, you know, he had one TD, two picks that was concerning, but uh, I, I like what they're doing. Jermaine Jackson had a big day wide receiver uh, for them. So um, I'm going to take them to cover against Indiana. Maybe, maybe uh, it's a, maybe it's a far trip, but give me, give me the vandals to cover against uh, what are they getting? 24. I see. 24 is what I said. 23, 23. Um, ULM is, is hosting Nichols. This line for some reason is only at four and a half. I think you should take ULM minus the points. Nichols doesn't have Lindsay Scott anymore. Lay it, lay it, lay it people. Um, what else do we got? Eastern Washington. Gunnar Talkington looked great against Eddie George, but now Oregon just got embarrassed. I would hate to be in, in, in the spot that the Eagles are in. Now they got to go into Eugene. They're laying or they're getting 21 points. I'm sorry. I got to take Oregon minus 21. Lock up the ducks. Bet this now people get in. Uh, then we have what else? McNeese and rice rice is laying 10 and a half. I was actually, if rice's receivers could catch the ball, they got down the field on USC a couple times. McNeese looked all right against Montana state, but still rice laying 10 and a half. I'll lock up rice minus 10 and a half. Let's go folks. Um, Weber state, Utah state. I can't wait to watch this game. Awesome game. Utah state's laying seven and a half. I'm going to take Utah state, but I I wouldn't shock me if, if Weber was in that one. Um, What else do we have here? Stephen F Austin taking on La tech in Ruston. This should be an interesting one, but I got to take La tech here. Six and a half is the spread. I I think I should probably do this as well. I'm sorry. Some of these ones, the, the lines are off. I'll take LaTeX minus the six and a half against Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin, nice comeback win and all, but um, I, I just think LaTeX looked pretty decent at times in that uh, Missouri game. Uh, Mississippi and Central Arkansas, it's at 34 in Oxford. I think I got to lean. I think I got to lean Ole Miss, although I, I do like UCA. So, Alcorn State, Tulane. I think we go chalk lay the lay the 33 and a half with Tulane, but I wouldn't go much higher. I would not go much higher. Troy is taking on Alabama. A and M a and M looked really bad. Akil glass is gone. I say lay the 37 with Troy. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Southeast Louisiana taking on Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic laying 11 and a half. I struggled with this one. I really did. Cause Willie Taggart's team did not look great on the road. Taking on the Ohio Bobcats. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the 11 and a half because they are more talented. We'll see. I don't feel great about it. Robert Morris at Miami, Ohio. Robert Morris is getting 39 points. I struggle with this one. Give me the 39, I guess. This one should be one of the better ones. Holy Cross at Buffalo. I'm gonna lay the 12 with Buffalo, but I like Sluka, the quarterback of Holy Cross. That's gonna be a fun watch. Gardner Webb taking on Coastal Carolina. Gardner Webb's getting 34. I'm sorry, I got to go Coastal. Smurf Turf, Big Bird, aka Grayson McCall. He can play. Um, Incarnate Word, Nevada. This is the one. Lindsey Scott, what he did to Southern Illinois last week, impressive. I think Nevada's a bit of fool's gold. They're 2 0. Credit to Ken Wilson. 
And there's uh, this, this isn't even that big of an upset, but because Vegas is onto it. Incarnate words getting two in Reno. I think incarnate word wins out, right? Um, sign me up for that one. Alabama States at UCLA. This is supposed to be a Michigan was supposed to play at UCLA, but they canceled. Uh, I think you take the 50 and a half and, and the Hornets at UCLA, they got Levante Chenault and a couple of those guys. I, I'm going to take the points with Alabama state Wagner. And that game was supposed to be in the rain too. From what I understand the Alabama state UCLA game. So uh, Wagner taking on Rutgers. They're getting 51 and a half. Wagner's terrible. Rutgers is not, I guess, uh, I guess I'll lay the points with Rutgers. I can't believe I'm laying 51 with Rutgers. 51 and a half. Um, Samford is taking on Georgia. Samford's getting 52. Uh, I got to lay the points, even though I was impressed with Samford. I just think Georgia's defense looked phenomenal. Portland state, Washington. This is an interesting one. Portland state, I think might be a player in the big sky this year. They're getting 28 and a half against Washington. You know what? Give me that hook. No. Debauer, no, never mind. I'm going Washington. Debauer's got that offense rolling. Northern Colorado, Ed McCaffrey taking on Wyoming, going up there to Laramie. Wyoming linked 23 and a half, or no, 23, flat 23. I was all over the place here, but I think I actually lean Wyoming. Norfolk State also getting 37 and a half at JMU. I think I, I lean JMU. Indiana state getting 35 at Purdue. There we go. Let's go. Sycamores. Give me the 35 on the road at Purdue, Eastern Kentucky. Oh, they, they covered for me against Eastern Michigan. Now they take on Bowling green. Bowling green comes back from Los Angeles. It's lines at five Bowling green minus five. I actually, I like Bowling green. I'm going to lock up Bowling green. Let's go. Uh, what else do we got? Kennesaw state, Cincinnati. Uh, I ended up, I took Cincinnati, but I don't feel great about that. Cause Kennesaw with the triple option, they got upset by Sanford week one. Can they find a way to stay in this game against Ben Bryan and the Bearcats? I don't think so. I think Cincinnati rolls Furman and Clemson. This line, uh, what was it? 42, I believe. Uh, I went Clemson. I think that D line just too much. And I think that, oh no, Temple and Lafayette. Okay, Lafayette's one and oh, this line's only 18 and a half. I know Temple just got shut out by Duke. Let's lock up Temple. Lafayette couldn't do anything offensively, somehow got that win. Let's lock it up. The Thunderbirds of Southern Utah. Nice win against St. Thomas. They hit, they had the road, or they hit the road to go to uh, Salt Lake City to take on Utah. 44 and a half. Uh, give me Utah minus 44 and a half. They get back on track after that loss. Um, NC state, Charleston Southern's at 44 and a half. Give me Charleston Southern plus the 44 and a half. Actually. No, never mind. Charleston Southern's defense gave up a ton last week. So give me NC state minus 44 and a half Western Illinois, Minnesota, Minnesota laying 37 and a half. I think you should lay it. I think you should lay it. Um, that pretty much does it. I think that's, that's all of our games. Remember our top plays though, folks. All right. I know you're just hearing me rattle off games and not giving deep analysis on some of those ones, those FCS FBS ones. It's hard to give you great analysis on. Um, but remember the locks people we are taking North Dakota state. All right. We're taking Jackson state. Um, we are taking, what were some of the other ones that I had here? I'm taking, uh, I think I'm going to bet South Dakota plus the 10. I'm taking temple against Lafayette as well. Um, those are four of my locks right now. What else do I have here? Yeah. I'm going to take South Dakota plus the 10 and let's go. Oh, I'm taking Bowling green against Eastern Kentucky and huh? feel like I gave out two more locks. Oh, I'm going to take St. Francis plus 16 against Richmond. Let's go. Let's go. That's going to be a game. Give me the 16 and Campbell plus 13 at William and Mary. I think those are the, the, the best plays of the day for us. Um, oh no, Elon Wofford lay the seven and a half. Don't be scared by the hook. People take Elon as I think they will, will, will roll. And then uh, I like, a, I like some of the FBS teams. You know, I got, I got a parlay going with rice. Uh, I got a parlay going with, uh, 
who was it that's taken on? Uh, so I, I, yeah, I parlayed rice and I parlayed ULM against Nichols. I think you should hop in folks. Also, I like adding Oregon minus 21 to that play. I don't know folks. I'm excited though. Another week in the books. Let's go. Let's kick the ball off. Let's watch the game. Subscribe to the college football experience. People I'm going to be here every week. I know I'm in Vegas. I'm not in the studio right now, but I'll be back in the studio next week. Uh, shout out to WinBet for uh, giving us the lines on all these games. Subscribe to the college football experience. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the college basketball experience as we're already doing previews there as the season tips November sixth. Uh, and check out the sports gambling podcast. Hop in the Discord channel. Talk some FCS with us. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, or get over to iTunes. Give us a five star review. Come on, please do it. It only takes a minute out of your day, people. Um, also, we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Tweet me your plays. Let's go. FCS football, nothing like it. Let's roll. All right, folks. This is the college football experience, FCS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I didn't come here to study. I didn't come here to study. study. sucks. Study really sucks. Happy Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins, because they're all losers. It's easy to see a tide turn. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Kenton